Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started a social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all, YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up, you're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. Hey, welcome to, uh, what is this? YKWD. <laughs> My name is uh, Rich Voss, if you don't know. I'm filling in for uh, Bobby. He's uh, on the road opening for uh, on tour with Louis C.K. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, Bobby's a good opener. Uh, and I, and I, you know what? I'm here. I'm here with two other openers. Uh, Rosebud, who oh, just please. Rosebud just opened for Bert Kreischer. Christ's sake! Didn't you just open for Bert? Yeah, I did. I did. And That's cool. And, and Mike uh, opens for uh, Mike Feeney. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, fucking butthole. I'm one of those guys that opens the club like the first weekend oh, where yeah. they're just still beta testing everything, and there's like half floods, and the wait staff is all. I'm the all one that the closes the club. <laughs> well, look, we didn't do enough numbers, and the boards come up. I mean, I'm here with Mike Cannon, Rosebud. We've been, uh, they've had technical difficulties, so we've been here for like 40 minutes. And we have nothing left to talk about. Yeah, we we just you guys missed the actual podcast. We've we ta- we nailed it, but yeah. now there's nothing left. We talked about comedy, addiction, uh, kids, people we hate. Uh, I, I've never seen you as engaged and interested as you were during the real conversation. Oh no, I'm studying own- for a role. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's. <laughs> no, yeah, I played the back of his neck. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I mean, I because I like you too. You, and uh, you know, I mean, there's comics you, you uh, but uh, you know, they go. Uh, Wait, you know, you you didn't say anything just now. You just made noises. Well, yeah, there's comics. You know, you be te- you know, you, you hello goodbye. But right. like, I like you too. I like working with you guys. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and Bobby said, or the producer asked, who do you want? And I go get whoever, and uh, <laughs> I said, you know, I don't care as long as they're as sparkling white as you two. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I feel like I'm at a wasp convention, uh, but no. And you know what I think, Rosebud? Like, what do you last, think? What do you the think? The last thoughts? time I sat with Rosebud, <laughs> That's, that, that sounded like the Forrest Gump yeah. moment when he's like, but, thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I like when I, we were sitting at the solo one night, me. Her and Andy, mm. and he looked at my tattoos and he goes roses. Yeah, he goes. He even got tattoos about her, right? <laughs> and something. I go. I only sleep with headliners. But <laughs> here's the thing. And then turn I've them into middles. I've worked. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's the thing. And real quick, and I'll get. 
I've worked, I've had Rosebud on shows. We've worked together. We've yeah. Done, and if I, like if. We did that if, tent in Connecticut. Yeah, we did a tent. We did a stress factory. Two tents. Two, Two tents. tents. Yeah. <laughs> so like if that was Bonnie and a comic kept working with her and stuff. Right. You know, I, I would go, uh, are you fucking them? That's what I would say, mm. or in my head, yeah. I would think, you know, because I'm very attractive. So I would think Andy would go, is Voss Yeah, a you creep? know what's so weird is he he was never even- Not even- Not even concerned, even a little bit. Good, good. <laughs> no, 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 because when he said that- <laughs> And he's very insecure. No, but when he said that, because when he said that thing about the roses, I'm going, he doesn't think anything. No. no. He, was only, oh. he was only concerned when he tried to go down on her and rings fell out of her vagina. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Roman Nicole haircut. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Like a coin you don't like it? I love your hair. Oh, you thank you. I love how quickly Mike will he'll laugh and then he'll be like, no, but seriously. Yeah, dad. Who dyed her? dad? That hurt my feelings. Who dyes her hair gray? Who dyed anyhow, their hair yeah. gray? No, so anyhow, you know, because I always, and Bonnie, like I always want now, especially after last night, uh, a, a female comic in the middle mm -hmm. because it's such a different perspective. What happened last night? Oh, I did some one-nighter, and it was just some hacky, hacky <laughs> urban comic in 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 a the whitest room, right? And it was just so horrible. And I'll, and but he crushed, right? Well, like first of all, white people are the biggest hypocrite, pandering, fucking worst human beings on the planet. Mm -hmm. White people, audience, uh, audience. <laughs> No, they really are. Worst people they are. Because no matter what this I love says, whites, personally, so. No, no audience-wise, they suck. Yeah, no matter what yeah. this guy says, uh, you know, they're... Look, I was doing the Stress Factory one night. And there was uh, three black girls, and they were great. We're talking. And I and I go, what are you doing? I mean, what do you... You know, they were celebrating. She goes, oh, we're celebrating. It's, it's her birthday, mm -hmm. right? And the white ladies next to her, I mean, there was five or six middle-aged white ladies. They started clapping, right? Cause I go, you wouldn't be clapping if she moved next door to you, you fucking <laughs> phony, right? Because they're phonies. Yeah, but did they turn to you and say, well, statistically, they shouldn't be here. So, great, they've succeeded expectations. <laughs> exceeded. So, last night, so uh, the guy was horrific. So, when you have... Like when you're headlining, you're headlining, you you know who you want in front of you. Yeah. You want to bring who you think is funny yeah. or who you think will make the show better. That's all. I used to have Katie. I used to think, and I still do. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen her. Uh, uh, Vecchione's girlfriend, Katie. Hannigan, she's, she's she killer. She's with me. So funny. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's a complete... Off-speed pitch from you. Yeah. That's kind of what you want. Is like sensibility-wise, yeah. you want it to match in the sense that it's not going to be completely opposite and weird yeah. from your audience. Yeah. But you also don't want it to be a carbon copy of what you discuss, right. what you talk about, the way you tell jokes. Like that couldn't yeah. be a better. I want show. a joke teller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want somebody who tells. I I used to have Adrian, uh, who's fucking. I Apollucci. Yeah. Fucking so amazing. Funny. You know. Yeah. So you you see comics, and when I used to. Uh, what do you call it? Adrian's perfect too because yeah. she's so goddamn dark yes. that after that, it's all green light. And plus, yeah. you know the audience is going to hate her, so I'm going to kill her. <laughs> oh, she's so wonderful. <laughs> but when I used to judge Roast Battle, I used to see so many funny. Yeah. Huh? That's why I saw you, Katie. You know, just there was so many funny comics. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's funny though? Is like, I, and I'm at a position where I can 
sometimes bring somebody, yeah. but not all the time. But it, I do. I would like to ask a female to open for me because I do like that. I like that off speed pitch. I like yeah. that. It's a completely different perspective, all that stuff. But I feel like the stage is set where I don't I don't want to come off as weird. I right. think, you know, we're spending a weekend together. I'm not like we're not really that close of friends. You know what I mean? So it just feels like an odd thing. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I'm not talking about when you when I go on the road. Like mm -hmm. these are local Jersey, yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, I go on the road. You know, I'm not making enough money or big enough mm -hmm. to bring a middle. They have a local middle that they give. You know, twenty whatever. Right. You know, but I mean, even like Northeast weekends. No, yeah, but you know. but I, what I don't like about the local uh, features is that they'll they'll go on and they'll fucking kill. With like yeah. twenty five minutes of just like references, like um. just local references, and they're just murdering. And then you get up on on stage, and they're like, "Ew!" Like they just <laughs> they get so upset because you're not talking about the fucking ice cream Kong or whatever the yeah. fuck place yeah. that they go to or, on Fridays or, or, where their kids sell drugs behind or, the back. Or, or, you know? or Cynthia that blew two guys at the PTA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? So you, yeah, he's doing crowd work to their past. I, yeah. I've had, I've had people go on where I'm like, you're going to be making references in fucking Huntsville or wherever that I'm not going to be able to make. And now you're setting me up to fucking fail, and they know they're doing it. I'm well, not they try. They try to be gunslingers. Yeah. They try. Yeah. Follow that. Oh, shut up! You stink. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come to New York. Yeah. 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 Come to New York. Do five minutes. Yeah. With and, that. And, with yeah. just that. And yeah. the whole thing I got out of that is. She's working Huntsville and I'm not. <laughs> I mean, no. That's instantly, I was like, all right. <laughs> where where the, are the, the Sky Dome? <laughs> uh, yeah, these, yeah, the local, you just want to work with people you, you like or you connect with or you yeah. have, you know, I, you know, uh, what I deal with in life, other comics might deal with. Might, some might. Yeah. So it's good to be with them instead of, for me to be with some fucking, you know, comic that's fucking in the dressing room drunk out of their fucking minds right, right. or high or something. Yeah. You know, I've been, you know, I go in dress rooms in, 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 in certain clubs and it, it, you smell so much pot and you're like, uh, you know what? And, 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 and I'm not taking, I'm not saying they have problems or not. Yeah. I have the problem. Right, right, right. I'm the problem, right. you know. I can't wait till I get the confidence to smoke weed in a green room. I uh, always yeah. go to the side of the club like a fucking beta. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, out of respect, at least, or I get you're headlining, honest. you can do it. Yeah, you're really? Because I still feel weird. No, what I <laughs> you can do it. I mean, All right. I get the uh, yeah the, the comics, the middles. What did the guy the last computer week? Computer just fell guy? apart over there. <laughs> Literally, the computer just fell. <laughs> the computer itself. Dude collapse i gotta tell you the apps the look of just disarray on the whole team's face is really yeah fun because it jo joe is Mike the is joe is the happiest angry, angry but the two of them nicole Bush i've never nicole, seen her face this way and Bush she is literally uh, he's, well, he's trying to find a wire to hang himself <laughs> with. Well, when you say team <laughs> when you say team if i own this team there would be a lot of trades tomorrow <laughs> okay when you say team <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh wait! No, what's the worst when I get the middle that goes? Can I sell? What did the guy last week? He was so. Oh, he had he had bumper stickers. Mm -mm. He had a comic book. He made a comic book, but he had three series. 
if you bought all three, you got the bumper sticker free. And he also had, you know, like those bracelets, like the, the, uh, the, you know, the like hands or the eight bracelets. No, the little rubber ones. Oh, like the, the little, lip strong. Like for yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like the ones strong. that were cool in yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So he was selling them and. He goes, can I sell you? I go, yeah, down the fucking hall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, funny when they're like a roadside stand. Yeah. And they yeah. just have merch that has nothing to do with what they're doing well, up I, there. They're like selling keychains. <laughs> just yeah. They're selling shit. candy bars. I get, wait, <laughs> I gave it to Bobby. Is it here? I think he put it. There is no way a candy bar survived Bobby. (laughs) 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 That's the new documentary. It's not. It's surviving R. Kelly, but it's a Snickers and Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I don't I don't go after people's uh, weight. Uh, (laughs) Right. uh, Anymore. Uh, So they're, they're selling. You know what the thing is? I didn't sell anything until I got my first CD or album. Mm hmm. Because you're a comic, you're not a fucking variety store, right? You know, I mean, I don't know. I and I never say no, never. Some people, Rich, some people use comedy as a way to get into opening a store in Chinatown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And here, and some here. some people, it's this is just the way their way in. But also, you, you almost have <laughs> yeah. to agree with the just general sense of having to sell something because the criminality behind the pay. Yeah. For features is so brutal that it's like, yeah, I totally get why you felt compelled to sell something because you're you have to be losing money. Yes. I would never say no. Right. Never. Because I'm not, you know, the money I'm making and the money they're making, you know, I don't care if I sell my CDs or not. I, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. And but you just can't stand first. (laughs) They have to see me first. Mm hmm. Because uh, I don't. Do you want... pay? Do you pay your features extra? Do you do you Some, pay out of your own pay? A lot of times, not a lot. Of times, I'll tip the feature something. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you know it, yeah. it depends how much I'm making or how much I like them. Right. You know if they yeah. stink. Yeah. Or if they're just locals. <laughs> yeah. You know they're not. You know, but it depends who it is and how much I'm making. I'll throw them something. I'm not like crazy. Uh, a tell that those hundreds around but right. i don't make that kind of money i make decent but i give them something yeah or do you uh, i do but only when i'm like when i've brought someone that is i feel like above it yeah you know sure. what i mean where yeah. i'm like you're doing me a favor by being here right right and uh, I, I never have to worry about that i have sagalo <laughs> <laughs> but who? I just give him bird seed. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just throw Burger King under his hotel door. That's hilarious! But who's booking two middles? To, to cut, no. Your whole crew, I like your crew. Yeah, it, it, it's, it depends. You want to give them something. Yeah. Uh, but it's. Know. I feel like if it if they're at a place where they feel like if they react to me asking them to feature, like I'm someone bigger than I am, then mm-hmm. I'm like, your chance to get more money just went out the window. Cause now you've made me feel like I'm doing you a favor. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're, if you're someone that I came up with and I'm like, Hey, would you come feature? Cause I just want it to be a fun weekend and yeah. I want a fun hang. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, I'll pay you to like come. Yeah. If I, had, weekend. I, I've had where I want to play golf with somebody and I'll go, look, I'll, we'll just co-headline, yeah. you know, even though he that person's not a head, wouldn't really headline, or, right. or I'll just go, you know, I'll give you some money. Yeah, I think that happened once, but uh, 
Or maybe it canceled. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it actually, I canceled it and I made an announcement on Instagram. Yeah. Well, um, but I've never had a headliner back in the day give me extra. I had a club never. owner once give me $200. Yeah, it's really for. different now. Like, I think the way that things are now compared to the way things were when, like, you were coming up, I feel like there's, I don't know, you might say it's like entitlement. But I, I also feel like it's just the way that the market has changed because there's so much money to be made in comedy now. Like there's so much. I've, I don't remember when you were, when you were coming up, like your generation of comics, there were like two that were doing arenas, right? Max. Well, well back, yeah. I mean, back now, in the day. There's well, fucking, yeah, but when Rich was first arenas. coming up, they yeah. gave him sacks of coins. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they did arenas, but his name was Caesar. But now there's so <laughs> There are so many comics doing theaters and arenas, and and it's like there's just so much money to be made in comedy. Yeah, now. comedy's too popular. That's why we're having all these problems. It expanded beyond people that actually like it, and has now reached the general masses. And that's why we're getting in trouble for saying well, funny also things. Also, too, and yeah. I talked about this downstairs. I, I was talking about this with Mike when I was coming up, and this isn't, and I, I, it's not an excuse, but it's reality. We didn't have. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook right. to promote like comics do now. Yeah. So a lot of it now is promotion over comedy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it. There's comic. I mean, there was never, ever a time I would go into a club and on Thursday night there was a YouTube star because there was no YouTube, you know. Yeah. So. You know, we didn't. Did have they have the, have the days of the, our our lives thing? Like, did What's they have? The, did they have the soap opera meet and greet? That's when. It started to fall apart. Uh-huh. But they would have the soap operas like in the day okay. or a Sunday. Wait, what what? They they would have soap opera stars would come in and do into comedy just, clubs. Yeah, do do hello. As if there's but no was, other venue. But I think that was only East Coast. I, I don't know. Was, I think there's like appearances that happen all the time, whether it's like yeah. soap opera or, or drag or something like yeah. that. That's an alternative to what stand up yeah. is. They bring those people in on on slow nights, which is like, listen, everybody yes. is completely open to make their money in certain ways, but it does dilute well, I get, how, how we get in and do it. Here's what's wrong with, I mean, there's nothing wrong. A club owner has got to do what they got to do to stay, For up, sure. stay open. I have to do what I have to do to pay my bills. But when you have an internet or YouTube or whatever, and, and this, I'll, t- I'll tell you how it ruined in New York. And Joe Schmo walks in. And watches it and goes, what the fuck? I'm never coming back. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's, but then again, that YouTube is going to sell out two shows on yeah. a Thursday. There's 20,000 other idiots yes. that'll, yeah. that'll buy those tickets yeah, in a second. See, the worst thing to happen in the comedy in New York is those glasses was your dollar store. <laughs> <Are> <laughs> Literally my grandma's glasses. You look, you look like a fun art teacher. Uh, you look like you stepped out of Candyland. <laughs> like Miss Lippy <laughs> from Billy Madison. Yeah. Just fucking just smearing lipstick all, right. all over your face. Just calm down, low budget Nicole Kidman. <laughs> 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 I mean, don't pretend like that was better than what I know. I, I laughed at both real hard. But that was Nicole a comeback. He was not, a cornered it, cat. It, was it okay. wasn't even that mean. Uh, it wasn't I'm even that mean. Was I'm not nice. mean. I mean, a low budget I'm, Nicole Kidman. It's like her without all the fucking plastic in her face. <laughs> okay, I'm not no, a comic. You have some plastic of it. in your face. <laughs> but not enough. <laughs> you just don't got I that. I really did get so much Botox this last time that I was like, I can't, I can't ever go back. I could not. I was trying to hail a cab i was like 
<laughs> like, oh my god! Like my eye was like, load. okay, this like is load. This is bad. Yeah, I went to a gay guy. He went. He he went nuts. <laughs> He's oh, like, I have actually, I have the serum to take. Woo! <laughs> yeah, he was like, I keep buying shit, or I bought it twice online to wipe under your eyes to get rid of the bags. Doesn't it does work. nothing. No, you got to get filler. <laughs> What's filler? What do you oh, mean? Oh yeah, you have to get shots. Dude, yeah. don't do that. I'm not You'd doing that. So don't weird. do it. You'll look so weird. I think when when men get work done, they look bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Look they at look Dane. So crazy. Look at Dane, man. He looks like well, a I think, fucking. Isn't that like HGH? Like, what is he? What's oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just seeing his face being different than if his face aged naturally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just looks. We it looks like somebody who drank. Like, if somebody boozes up, like all of my friends now. Have have that mid third mid to late thirties booze face uh-huh. where it's a little punchy and you look yeah. like you've been through a couple battles like you're yeah. in the eighth round of something. Yeah, that's also what it looks like when you start shooting shit into your face and you're a dude. Yeah, and you go through weight fluctuations or whatever. What hit? But what can? Okay, say a guy, and I'm not doing any of it because I'm already I'm done. Yeah. But say a guy, uh, got a facelift. What what is it? They cut up here and they. That would get rid of the bags under your I eyes. I have no idea what a facelift. I don't know. No, they like they make an incision all back the here and then pull it. I think they pull. Oh God! Your- yeah. Can you imagine them no. pulling your face? No, you walk around <laughs> with a fucking tight face. Oh, that's got to be horrible, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, fucking horrible. I have no interest. I, I barely get, put on moisturizer. I would feels get. Weird. I would get. Uh, uh, what do you call it? liposuction to take? But even that is not healthy. Where like, would you get it? In my stomach. Because my upper body's fucking muscle, but over the pandemic, I gained like eight pounds. You don't pounds. need liposuction You've gained more than eight, eight pounds. Not lipos. Yeah, where they suck the fat out. But you don't need to do that for eight pounds. Uh, maybe could, 10 pounds. You could just work out, though. Like, I work pounds. out all the time. I work out. I do 500 crunches. I lifted today. I did back. My upper body's smoking. But when you get older, okay. <laughs> How's your diet? And my... Let's not get crazy. Right, <laughs> oh, let's, let's not, I don't want to go crazy. I just want to spend $50,000 to get this yes. removed. How much yeah. do you think it costs? Probably 12. I think 50K. No. Have you ever watched the I mean, liposuction? Look it, up, look it up. Mush, what's the, what, how much is liposuction? There's Where's no internet. Oh, Are you yeah, asking him? Why am I, yeah. <laughs> Somebody we're, go we're on We're literally podcasting from a log cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, Tom <laughs> Sawyer. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Owen Benjamin's show. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, cost about $3,000. Everybody put your wait, hoods wait, wait, on. Wait, 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 what? What'd you um, say? It says $3,374 as of 2017. As of 2017. 3,000? Yeah, for what, though? Not for the stomach. That's probably for the chin or the face. Yeah, that's like a little bit of lipo. Yeah, uh, that's... Well, that's the average fee for around the country. So, oh, No well. way. It's got to be at least 15,000. I don't know. Maybe it's just so typical now that it's gone dead. They have probably Groupons. But here's yeah. the thing. If you get like liposuction, that's what I heard. And my look at my left hand is getting me <laughs> Yeah, let me <laughs> tell you about my, lipo. If you get it in your stomach. The fat is not supposed to come back to where you get it. This is, I don't know if I, I'm right about this. Yeah. Uh, I only read the headlines. Uh, so if the fat is, it's got to go somewhere and it might build up around your heart or something. Uh-huh. And it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. So, well, not to mention, then you're fi- you still look weird with your shirt off because it looks like your belly button is a sinkhole. Like everything is kind of just spilling into that area as opposed to like naturally yeah. kind of gaining shape back. Well, yeah. I mean, I like I got pure stomach. Once you have stomach muscles in life, you don't lose them. You just get fat over them. Mm-hmm. You know, I got pure. My shit is dope. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm jerking off in the mirror, <laughs> I'll flex 
and I come like a jackrabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking back at the mirror? You're looking at your tanned ass. Oh, sometimes I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? It's so fucking round. Oh, oh. I picture you with a Johnson and Johnson tan line, just like a oh. brief where it's just oh. white on your ass. He's mistaking like, his on. waist for a pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spank me. You go, who's a bad girl? <laughs> You don't even have to change the rings. <laughs> Listen, uh, Polish up the nails. You know, I, I don't. I wouldn't do any of that shit. Like the Botox. Like I can't believe that Rosebud comes on air and goes, "I did Botox." Like, yeah. isn't that something that girls don't want people to know? Yeah, but they all do it, so that's why I just I. You don't care. Well, then look care. at her. You can tell. It's four K. You can't oh. fucking tell. <laughs> How can you tell? Where do you, you can't tell? What Everyone do you do it in tell. your eyes. You're like, what do you do? Her, I do look it right at her, here. her forehead. Yeah, and her I do cheeks. it right here. Why? Why don't you just you got bang? I don't get anything in my cheeks. <laughs> you got bangs. My yeah. So yeah, that's to cover the incision. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do Botox. They it's cut like, your forehead open every six months. <laughs> it's like three hundred dollars Botox. I heard right. Yeah. And First of all, Rosebud doesn't do the normal Botox. Her family is like a high up Republican <laughs> elite family. She I got my recommendation from like Emma Willman. Okay. Now you I just ratted her up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but Emma would talk about it. Oh. This isn't like. No, she's really. No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't give a shit. She would not care. Emma. I do like I, I do call. like that you you spend all that money to make sure that this is like, you know, pristine and nice and then you have the simple jack bangs. Listen, Dreaming if I, they're not simple jack watch watch it, Sassafras. Yeah, but I mean three hundred bucks, you could really buy nice clothes. I have nice oh. clothes. <laughs> Rosebud is so oh. rich, she dresses like this to fit in. Yeah, I'm trying to make you guys yeah. feel comfortable. Yeah. Then leave. <laughs> She's wearing gold chain mail underneath. She's got gold leaf skin. <laughs> I have solid gold tits, and that's it. I try to stay casual. Some James Bond tits uh, from Goldfinger. So uh, 300 bucks. Yeah, it's three hundred bucks. You go How does in. It last? I listen. I know people that do it. It lasts for like. It depends on your metabolism. <laughs> uh huh. If you have good metabolism, it lasts like three months. Really? Yeah. So like, I run. I run like three times a week. Okay. So if I'm if I'm running and I'm doing cardio, does your audience ever catch you? <laughs> Sorry, they're not all good. I hated that. that was, so did I. You no, felt it. I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even know what you said. Happened. Sorry before it even landed. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Ah, ah. Whoa, I do that too much. Just ran out the door. I say that right when I go and say sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> sorry. I've been starting sets like that where I'm like, I really hope this goes well. Yeah. I don't care. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to. I don't. I don't care anymore about being funny. It's so. I don't see the point. Anyway, we'll get into that later. It's yeah. Can I? Can I ask? Essential crisis. Do you have to get it right when it wears off, though? Like no. for you, every three months, like because people that do like say steroids, and you do a couple cycles, and then you get off. If you don't maintain, you get bitch tits. Your stomach gets all fucking uh, bloated. No, and that's weird. the thing about Botox is like if you get it twice a year, you're still preventing yourself from getting wrinkles because mm. you're getting wrinkles from using those forehead muscles a lot and like getting those lines. <laughs> I don't, I, do. I literally can't. It's like my I entire comedy. Yeah, no, I can't move my fucking forehead. I'm paralyzed from my eyebrows up. When I try to lift my eyebrows, it feels like lifting weights. Like, it's <laughs> so hard. <laughs> that stinks. It really, I'm like, That's from all this the is the best I can do. 
So you got to stop it. You're going to get addicted to it, and it's going to fucking ruin your forehead. I've been doing it for like four years, and it's great. But I love the fact that you don't even know. So you haven't even unlocked full rosebud potential on stage, because once you add facial expressions. Yeah, no. I mean, I want to save those for my third special. (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) Holy shit. She's She's, moving her. She's doing act out. Wait, it just my forehead. <laughs> Holy shit, it cracked. <laughs> you move your eyebrow, a piece of your forehead falls at your foot. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny when you say you don't care. Like, uh, uh, last time I was coming back from this gig. Yeah. And I go, man, they pay me too much. Like, my wife has a whole new uh, just outlook on life. You know, you just, and I wanted to call the people and go, you didn't have to. Pay me this, you know. They pay me a lot for a Monday night. It was a lot. Yeah. And my wife goes, "You don't. You call me and you go, uh, uh, you know, thank you. That was generous. Not like I don't deserve it because I deserve whatever I can get. But uh, she was saying about comedy. She goes, "You can do whatever you want on stage. You've already proved yourself. Yeah. Throughout his, you know. She goes, look at Norm Macdonald. The stuff and it's so true." But then again, Norm was famous too, mm. you know, and he was known for doing. Like, did you ever hear? Did you hear the Larry King interview with Norm Macdonald? Yeah, yeah. How the fucking closeted funny! Closeted homosexual. Uh, so, funny. so so funny. funny. It's so funny. Or did you hear him on the View when he yeah. was talking about Bill Clinton's mur- murdering people? <laughs> yeah. So funny. Well, and then he had that sincere side where he was also yeah. talking about BB King and wanting to match his live dates and being like, you know, like earnestly, like I never got there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were like, oh, <laughs> put, yeah, his, yeah. put their hand on his back. Yeah. But, but that kind of comedy, that attitude, that comedy is so fucking funny mm-hmm. when you just don't care. Yeah. Instead of tap dancing for the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know who's my favorite at doing that and who I like kind of came up? You're you're doing a podcast with them. That's one oh. of them for sure. <laughs> oh, I mean, your no. your entire school of people, you know what I yeah. how I feel about you. But Kurt oh. Metzger. Oh, great. Metzger I- is one of those dudes that truly looks like he does not give a fuck whether or not people are enjoying it or not, because he understands innately it's hilarious. Like he's so confident in his own ability. How funny is his stuff on he is he is so fucking funny. As a stand He's my favorite comic. He's, he's so great. I mean, he's at a level. You know who else got so fucking good at Shane Gillis? Yeah, Shane's like awesome. he used to open. I used to bring him to open. And he was a good comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. He was just fun to hang out with. And I watched him for an I don't watch too many comics yeah. you know, for an hour. Yeah. For, it was just amazing. Well, I think once once you have like the entire country calling you a racist, yeah. it probably is pretty easy to let go and let God <laughs> and just <laughs> perform for two hundred people that came to see you anyway. Yeah. Shane's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And there was another another guy who's really funny. He he used to be on Anthony's podcast, a sidekick. His Dave name, Lando. Dave have yeah. you watched him? Yeah, he's really good. He's really Fuck, funny. How is he not I mean, he's known now because he's doing some big conservative podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, Crowder or something? Yeah, that yeah. guy, whoever he is. I don't know him. Who, Dave? Yeah. I watched him at Uncle Vinny's one night. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Yeah. Going, his delivery, his timing, his, you know, it, when you see somebody that's so unique, 
I did one radio show. There was called- so much liquid in that yeah. grunt. Did you hear that? It, was- <laughs> it sounded like a family was drowning in the back of your throat. My house flooded. At least one cat. <laughs> Would you suck it up with your yes, mouth? Yes, I said yes. No, I started it. I, I fell asleep. Like a septic and I, tank. I fucking drooled on the floor. Uh, a radio interview, and I only did one. Asked me about Norm. I, you know, I worked with him twice. I wasn't one of these people every time we were. I worked with him twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're so good in comedy when you cannot. No one could steal what you do. Right. Like Kevin Meany. Mm. Only Kevin Meany could do what Kevin Meany did. Yeah. You know. Weirdly what I mean? enough, though, a lot of alt kids have tried. A lot of alt kids have done the yeah. Meany in their own way, and it's yeah. not. It's not ever materialized in as much Say, success. Do you know how many comics coming up stole? Or try to be like a Brian Regan or a David Tell. Tell is like the most a, a Voss. Yeah, so many of them. No, but but Norm McDonald, Kevin Meat, Dane also. Dane is a big spawner of people. Oh Burr, yeah, Burr is a big spawner yep. of people. Yep, Louis. Uh, yeah. Burr, I don't get Burr. Overrated. But <laughs> I don't know about Luke Colin. Colin is one of those. Mm. Yeah, know, nobody could do that. No one could do that. You know, Hicks was like that. Mm-hmm. Hicks used to walk across the stage back and forth, you know, and then. But people have tried to take like the tone of that, the philosopher yeah. thing and like turned it. I mean, there's a lot of of young open mic or yeah. forever open micers that take on that persona as if they're this guy that has more to say than the laugh. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. have tried to rip yeah. off Hicks so much that people say Hicks isn't funny anymore. Wait, say yeah, again? yeah. People have tried to rip off Bill Hicks so much. People say Bill Hicks isn't well, funny Bill, anymore. When people say well, Bill people Hicks, well, people had said that before. <laughs> yeah, no, there were people saying that. Yeah, but Hicks. Here's the thing with Hicks too. I worked with him like a lot of times, twice, and yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know. I worked on the road with him a couple weeks at a time. You know, yeah. And one night we were in Seven Eleven. Something happened. The next night he did ten minutes on stage. It was right. Uh, and this, I was maybe doing comedy for two years. Three. I go. I'll never be this funny as long as I live. Mm. He, one, died at 33. So, I mean, look how young he was. Two, he was doing this stuff so long ago, and it was way ahead of his time. You know, stuff he was talking about then, people are talking about now. Yeah. You yeah. know, he... I'm, I, I've, I've, like, homaged him in bits about psychedelics yeah. because you can't not. Yeah. It's like talking about it without referencing Terrence McKenna or something. Yeah. He's so embedded in that world. Yeah. You almost have to. Yeah. yeah. And, and, people- and there's also a bunch of like albums that are cobbled together from stuff you would never have released after he died. So that's right. what a lot of people say when he's not funny. It's like, yeah, he wouldn't release that out there like that. Yeah. Mike is the biggest Hicks fan of all Yeah, time. Mike's just got Texas. Is that a Texas thing? The Texas thing, but I uh, I think it's funny. You love him. I thought he was, uh, this is my opinion, and I'm not. I thought he was better than Kennison. I liked Kennison, mm-hmm. but I thought Hicks was, I don't know. I liked if, him more than Kennison. You know, I, Kennison was I mean, I thought, favorites. I mean, obviously Kennison was Kennison. But know, he liked, but Kennison was also a firework. I mean, yeah. he, he was, he was amazing and then awful. His, his yeah. second special where he walked them out on leashes was yeah. like, it was sad. Well, one, the one guy that opened for him was funnier than all, was Carl LeBeau, this comic. Mm. Did you ever work with him? Or no, something? no, but I, he I heard his story on Mark Maron's podcast. Holy. That's maybe the most heartbreaking tale oh, of all yeah. time. It's so sad, but I've I've worked with him and seen him work. He is he was so good. Did, Mike, did you ever see Carl LeBeau? I got I, to work with him. It was, he was awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. He, he destroyed, uh, every time I worked with him, he destroyed either at Hyenas or 
Even if it's like a bar show in San Angelo. Yeah. Destroyed. And like, it's just, amazing. He, they, he, he was on the Kennison tour, the outlaws. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he would go before Kennison. They made him go earlier because Kennison couldn't follow. I mean, yeah. he was just fucking just a powerhouse. Yeah. You know, uh, it's kind of, it sucks because it, you wonder what somebody like Kinnison could have developed into where it's uh, like if he allowed just the art to drive him as opposed to all the other bullshit because his stuff yeah. was so fucking smart yeah, and yeah. ahead of its time and questioning religion and powerful and in that type of like prowling uh, minister way like that. Who knows what it could have become? But I mean, you know, yeah, I, I think it might have sucked. He would. I think he would have. Uh, reinvented himself to some yeah. you know i mean but he was partying you know he's hanging out with major rock stars right, right, and they're yeah. fucking how do you, you not know, you know you're you're kennison yeah they're fucking wearing a fucking over the long coat right you're doing fucking coke you're hanging with fucking God. leslie west or whoever i don't like it's also, i think it's just a part of the you know when you when you move out to la and you become you know Hollywood because Hollywood shows you as like this thing, this character. And then if you are under enough of an influence, you start to believe that that's yeah. who you are. And then yeah. you just try to, it's the same thing that happens to podcast hosts. Like <laughs> you literally, you see these <laughs> yeah. podcast hosts start to believe that they are actually like smarter than everyone. And uh -huh. it's like, no, the, there's just a lot of people that are very lost you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and so are you. Like it's it's this it's this thing where we want to believe that we are more important or that we're like there's like a legacy that we have. And and I think I don't know. I look at like Kinnison and I'm like, that's what happened there. He went to Hollywood, he started to believe what everybody fucking told him, and then he fucking died. Yeah. Yeah, I get what I, I get that. You know you when you get that big and famous or whatever, you have yes people all around you. I've seen it. Right. And, and whatever you do, yeah, that's good. That's good. No one will say. No one's going to tell you that sucked. When I worked with Chris on the Oscars, fucking Jenny, like if Chris said, Jenny was the most honest. He would go, you can't do that, Chris. Who's that? Richard Jenny. Oh, oh, okay. He would say, you know. he. Would, I thought you were talking about a woman named no, no, Jenny. No, no. You know, the first Oscar. Yeah, yeah. He would go, no. And he, he was honest. He goes, that that stinks, or don't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're that famous, you have so many yes people around you, right? That are saying, "Oh no, that's good, that's good." Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't listen to those people. And then a lot of people. And it's tricky because when you start to get famous, you have so many people around you that you came up with that get so fucking bitter about it. Yeah, yeah. And then you start to have to pull yourself away from those people because they're telling you like. You know, you start to feel shitty about the good things that are happening in your life. Yeah. But in the process, you become so isolated with all these people that are being like, yeah, 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 you're great. You're great. Yeah. That you don't have anybody to, like, keep you humble. And it's this weird thing, That's you know? That's true. I never looked at it that way about the people you came up with. A lot of them have anger and resentment. Well, it's in New York. It's in New York. We. This is one of the things that I think New York <laughs> that bothers me about New York but it's also the reason why I stay here is like that New Yorkers, we love hustle, but we hate ambition. 
Like, we, we want to see you hustling all the fucking time, but God forbid you want success. You uh-huh. know what I mean? The second you fucking get success, everybody around you is like, oh, what? This fucking happened to you, you piece of shit? And it's like, Jesus Christ. No, they always, you know what I mean? They stink. Yeah. They stink. It's yeah. always, you fucking stink, you know? Or yes. like, something good happens to you, everybody's like, fuck you. And it's like, what the fuck? You heard me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's, that's why I loved. That's why I love being married to a comic because we yeah. could hate the same person on the ride home. Right? Mm. And, Have you guys ever disagreed on like oh, on oh, hating somebody? With, no, we disagree with comedy a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to you know, she's set up punchline. She write. She's a writer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I write. I you know, I, we're just different. Yeah. But we have. We both love comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we see the fr- we see. We can see a fraud. Right. Yeah. You know, spot a fraud in the business, mm. you know, but the public doesn't know. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you go, hey, look, it is what it is. You come to the, I'm not competing with anybody but myself. Mm. Even my wife. I mean, sometimes, you know, you get jealous. Look, my wife's an executive producer on a Netflix show right now. She sold another show. Mm. You know, she's on fire. And, and but we're not competing. There's no, you know what I mean? And we're yeah. different comics, but we both can spot bullshit. Right. Bullshit, you know. And But we have different tastes, too, uh, who she thinks is funny and who I think is, you know, is right, really right. funny. You know, it's just, but when we come together on somebody, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a great ride home. Right. It's like, fu- it's like fucking. We, we used to also, <laughs> yeah. we used to drive home and we, me and her, and, and we like them. We like them. They're friends. We would do the Sklar Brothers all the way home, uh-huh. or we would do Wendy Liebman uh-huh. on the way home. Just Mister, who I think is a great comic. Yeah, who I, I used to love her mm. with her. So many people from Boston copied Wendy Liebman. That oh, was yeah. another one that they copied. Yeah. Uh, well, but she kind of got it from Don Gavin. Uh, you think he was a misdirector? Oh yeah, he still does a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean he had he has this great joke, and he's done it on an album, so I don't feel yeah. telling Who it. Who the but fuck is Don Gavin? Don oh, Gavin is like from- the Godfather of Boston comedy. <laughs> well, so is Lenny and yeah. Sweeney. But he's one of the he's like the oldest, yeah, yeah. oldest of the bunch, and he's I mean he still drinks like a fish. Is just whatever. Yeah, just- but he has these jokes where he, I worked with him in Aruba at Ray's room. Yeah, and every night he was talking about how we were driving to the club, which is hilarious because we're staying in the hotel where the club is, and yeah. everybody knew it. But he's talking about how he's like, and I'm driving and I'm speeding and you're and and Mike looks at me and he goes, Don, slow down. You're doing 85. And I looked at him and I go, so are you. (laughs) (laughs) I just fucking love that kind of joke, man, where it's like it's simple. It takes a second. You're like, oh, man, that was right there. It's so smart. Yeah, but she—he wasn't Mister. She was—I mean, if you listen to a lot of his stuff, some of it is. But I—I think just maybe the percussive delivery and Uh the rhythm of it kind of kind of feels a little similar. But Wendy then took it her own way. I'm not saying carbon copy. It's like it's kind of like when you watch comics from uh, Canada. A lot of them have that same kind of like rapid. Like, I got to get this out before I die. Like, someone's going to kill me in five minutes. Are you, know you just I mean? saying Nathan McIntyre? Yeah, but Nathan, <laughs> Alex Pavone, Dave Merhej, yeah, yeah. Deb DiGiovanni. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all of them have this kind of, like, uh, Steph Tolev is another mm. one, where the, the pacing is similar 
for comics that come up in a certain area. That's rough room energy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. because and and similar like Whitney Cummings talked about that years and years ago. She was like, "You have belly room delivery because back when the comedy store was still a shithole and nobody was going there, the belly room is like knife fight comedy. So you'd have to try to like oh, we, you know beat people over the head with did, punchlines. We fast. did that in Jersey one nighter for years. Yeah, those one. You know, I mean, some style like Maria Banford is at a whole nother level in right. comedy. You listen to her, you're going. Besides the material, the characters, I'm going this fucking. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But I How also good. feel like she's someone... I mean, where did she come up? She came up in L.A., right? No, I think Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's from Minnesota. I think the Midwest. I think she I was think. a San Francisco comic for a while, like part of that Patton. Yeah. yeah. Greg Proops, those dudes. Yeah, Patton I feel was like there's in certain San comics where you was can, for a little while. He was Baltimore, though. He yeah. started in Baltimore. Yeah. There's certain comics where you can see that they came up in rooms that gave them the time. To, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. gave them the... That allowed them the time to figure it out like to to get their own pace like mm-hmm. i i regret sometimes the way that i i did i did like lol right yeah same yeah. and lol was like absolutely a night fight every fucking night was just a yeah. it just awful awful shows i mean i would go home and like read the yelp reviews for that fucking <laughs> place just to make myself feel better mm-hmm. you know just but you know now is to be like oh i was performing I for people that were uh being robbed so Literally. it's not necessarily all my fault, yeah. you know? And I, and sometimes I wonder like what kind of comic I would be if I had been in rooms that allowed me the time to just really well, figure things but I, out. But I think you're bulletproof because of that. Because then when you go yeah. in a room that allows you to figure it out, like downstairs, it's like taking the donut off the baseball bat and then you have a light bat. But you don't need but to I be bulletproof when you, at a certain point, you don't have to be that. Oh, I know? mean, like, don't do it now. I yeah. Work, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I go yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm bulletproof, but I needed that for like the first four years. And right, now right. I have the time to like, you know, Relax. Yeah. Like 25 years ago, it could be 20, I was doing the Aspen Comedy Festival. And they, you were in groups of like four. And I think Maria Bamford was in my group. Mm. And she wasn't, she was having a tough time. Yeah. And I'm looking at her going, this girl's fucking brilliant. Mm. These are yeah. the dumbest human beings on the fucking planet. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, yeah. I worked with Norm McDonald. We were working at the comedy stop in Atlantic City. Which in the day, the room was a, a coat room, mm-hmm. but it was a big, you know. So it was me hosting this guy, Teddy Bergeron from yeah. from Boston, mm-hmm. full-blown alcoholic at the time. I don't know if he's alive, sober, anything. I don't, uh-huh. And gambler. I loved him. Uh, killed. He would kill. Yeah. And then Norm would go up and they go, what the fuck is this? You know, for that Canadian accent. Yeah, yeah. Norm. And they switched. They put Norm in the middle and then Teddy at the end. Jesus. Teddy would be drunk out of his mind. The owner brought us in the, in the dressing room or the office and said, this is the worst show in the history of this club. I think I go, you're the one who booked it. Uh, oh, <laughs> my God. Like I, Norm was on. I was hosting. And someone yelled, bring the Jew back. <laughs> oh, my God. But you would, I would watch someone like Norm going, it's, 
it's good that he didn't do well in that club. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's rooms that you do not want to succeed yeah, at all. You know. And it's funny you say that anymore because so Nicole, the producer, she came out with me to on the road for Fairfield, Connecticut. Then we came back to the city and it's just like a completely different vibe. And then the last show was at New York Comedy Club, 1230 at night, and it was packed Super hot, but wildly chatty and yeah. like similar knife fight, but a positive knife fight. Yeah. But we have the tools to thrive in that situation. But I told her, I was like, I'm not going to do material. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no material is in an instant loss. Yeah. That if I start revealing yeah. myself to these animals yeah. who just want the party, yeah. you know, yeah. that then it's it's a total L. And the only reason I know that is from doing fucking prom shows at 1.30 in the morning for my first four years of comedy. Yeah. And, you know, that like prepares you to basically do stand up in a cafeteria. I, I kind of been I've been feeling like I want to get back to that a little bit lately because over the pandemic over the pandemic I just I didn't really I, I was just not going up that much you know like I did road yeah. I did road shit but I never like I never really did the park shows I didn't really do the rooftop shit I just yeah. was like and in my mind at that point I just sort of had reached I was like I don't have to keep doing this to yeah. myself you know I did this already but you but you forget that like th that's a skill that can be lost. That's yeah. a skill that really will go away, wow. you know? And now if something happens on stage, like I, they, it does bump me a little bit. Like it, it didn't I, used to, I used to fucking yeah. thrive in those situations. Yeah. But I don't think, well, one, if you're listening and you don't know a lot about comedy, uh, to Mike Cannon, Connecticut is going on the road. Uh, <laughs> but to most comics, it's an inconvenience. <laughs> this fucking chemo. When he got, yeah, I was on. I was on. I was I was. It was. I was we on, drove no, on no, a road. I was there. I was on the road <laughs> in Long. Yeah, I, I was on the road in Long Island over the weekend. We're doing the road. Okay, we came back the same night. You fucking. Isn't asshole. that funny? I would <laughs> never call Long Island the road, but for whatever reason, that's even closer. And I called it the road. It was the hotel where two nine eleven hijackers were staying. To. <laughs> Seriously. So, but I think I think you're wrong about that, Rose. I think once you have, it comes back, and it's like riding a bike it comes back you always yeah you want to work that muscle in your head that's why norton's so sharp because he does radio every day mm -hmm. well it's like riding so a bike if you've spent a year in a wheelchair you know what i mean yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not gonna yeah. it's not gonna come back like that no not like that yeah but it's still in you yeah you're, yeah you're still you know you've experienced it many times i mean like yeah. i said jersey we did club one-nighters that were fucking knife fights right they should have had chicken wire in front of it. i mean yeah. just brutal there was a club betty's fireside they said three comics go in none come out the thunder i mean <laughs> yeah. just really right tough. and i think what makes a lot of comics a stronger comic if that's the kind of comic is when you host for for a long time and you're hosting shows with like five comics six comics yeah. Because then it becomes your show and you direct it and whatever. Yeah. Someone has a tough set, you go back and get them. Someone yeah. kills, you do. So, uh, and that's if you're that type of comic. Mm -hmm. Like like I said, you would never see like a Norm or Maria Bamford hosting a show unless it was Maria and Friends. Right. And, and it was... 
Yeah. You know, I'm curious if, if, if Norm did. I mean, I'm sure he must have if he, when he started, he must have hosted at he some probably point. probably did open mics or guest spots. Or yeah. You think he I couldn't see him hosting. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I, it's certain comics. I think also to tri-state area comics, because we do so many one-nighters and and rough rooms. It's a yeah. different breed of comedy, but you can go in anywhere. Look, back in the day in New York, I would do the cellar or whatever, or and then go do Luna Lounge, which was an alternative yeah. room in the same night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you. So I think there was more. <clears throat> Way more different opportunities or different, diver- yeah. uh, well, I guess, diverse audiences yeah. uh, than when you go. Right. But now you go on the road, they have alt rooms on the road. They mm-hmm. have, kind, you know, urban rooms, kind, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It's so funny because alt rooms, like, we think of those as like very sensitive rooms. But then I think about alt comics and so many of them are just doing an impression of someone with special needs. And I'm like, yeah. what about this is yeah. fine? I thought you yeah. were going to say, and so many of them are rapists. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also true. Well, but you know, you say all comics, like, like, okay. I'm not saying all of them. No, no, no. Like, no, no, I know. A lot of them, you know. Well, they they think this is what they're supposed to do. Right. Let me go up and, and, and not get laughs. Yeah. So the other comics in the but back, that, but that's like hip. that's like old alt, new alt now oh. is like almost ripping off eighties comedians where they're just like almost hacky on purpose. And oh yeah, it's like and it's and it's supposed to be ironic, but it's only because they don't know how to write a superior joke to what's already. Well, it's been. like satirizing something they never understood in the first place. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to satirize this? You never even learned how to do it. It's you like know? Mm-hmm. you get somebody like Todd Glass who can do all he's room fucking or, best. It's just he's so fucking funny. He's pure comedy, man. It's just so funny. And he 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 came up doing the one nighters we did mm-hmm. back in Philly. These fucking hell gigs. Yeah. You know, back in Philly. But that's what it takes. That's why it yeah. takes a a truly original voice, a true artist, as queefy as that sounds, to get through that shit and still become Todd Glass and still become Maria Bamford, yeah. who all of them cut their teeth in shit rooms and Norm and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have that completely original, nuanced, take-your-time voice where it's like, they could have been broken by the road. I've seen a bunch of comics that started out yeah. with an interesting perspective and then go into fucking vague areas and where it's like com- they just have road all over them. And then you see stuff like that and you're like, okay, it's possible to not be like have it extinguish your full light. Right. But also yeah. too, road comics can be as funny like Oh yeah. It, it's I mean, arrogant and, and it's you know, it's I, mean, I didn't mean, I didn't not, mean not road you, comics. But, I meant oh, road yeah. as in like appealing and middle yeah. of the road easy but bullshit. I work with comics that probably wouldn't do that well in the city, mm-hmm. but kill on the road. That doesn't make them bad comics. Right. It makes it's just a different type of a style or comp, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like material, yeah. Material. Uh, you know, but then also you, you see New York hacks and you see road hacks. For you sure. See, yeah. You know, everywhere, you, it's, it, whatever. There's good, there's bad fucking carpenters. There's good, there's mm-hmm. bad artists. There's good, bad comics, whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. it, it's just, I think. You got to stop with the noises. <laughs> the noises. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm losing it. It's really bad. <laughs> what well, noise? It literally there. sounds like you just downed Mucinex. 
<laughs> yeah, you sound like TJ Miller's old commercial. It's crazy. It's cra- it feels like I'm something's not- living in your throat. Listen to me. First of all, first of all, I'm going through. I'm transitioning. <laughs> Into what? A headliner. A swamp monster. <laughs> swamp. <laughs> I don't. I don't sound. I don't hear the saliva. It builds That's up. Bonnie impossible. yells at me. It's because <laughs> I need you to listen to this podcast. I would rather listen. <laughs> <laughs> You need me to listen to this fucking bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll start it an hour It sounds late. like a homeless guy's jerking off in the back of your throat. Oh. That's what it sounds like. Again? <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes it gets a little scratchy. I, 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 I'm, I'm, scratchy oh. would mean dry. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is, that is oh, wet boot you territory. <laughs> your throat has trench foot. Okay. okay? <laughs> <laughs> your throat Whoa. sounds like your basement. It sounds like the fucking Gowanus oh, back there. Oh, look at this. They're teaming up, folks. They're coming up, and they're going to drive home. Oh, man, did we get him? Huh? Oh. Hey, Rose, what that We're thing just about be the fist throat? Bumping. Oh, We're going to be fist bumping God. each other. We fucking flip the car over. Can I tell this, uh, I tell this quick thing? Speaking of that, Bobby and Voss one night <laughs> called me in succession, oh, like God. trash me. It, was, it just it just happened like that, right? And I had to leave the bedroom both times to just take this trashing. And Nicole's like hearing me giggle down the hallway. <laughs> and then I come back in after Voss, the second person to call, you know, it gives me and I'm like, I walk in and she goes, how cool do you feel right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I do feel kind of cool. I was like, yeah. <laughs> what were they trashing you about? Everything. I don't know, life, whatever. Yeah. Voss called me and Bob, well, uh, with Bobby on the line to tell me how much White Lotus sucked. And I, and I recommended yeah. it yeah, to him. Yeah, this fucking idiot owes me six hours. This fucking waspy white fucking show that just made white people look bad. I know. You're not getting the meta, man. It's it. making fun of making fun of white people, oh, too. It's like, it's it, actually, it, it really is, it right? Is. Connie Britton's character is exactly that. Like yeah. that, that character in that show is nuanced. It's funny shit. Which I one, stand who, by it. Who, which one was that? She Who's was the older, the mom. The mom, yeah. So smoking hot. I wanted to eat her ass since Friday Night Lights. <laughs> you know who's super hot? What? Uh, from uh, oh, I Jennifer watched, Coolidge. No, I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I watched six seasons of it. I can't think of the name. Uh, Madam Secretary. Uh, Tara, Leah, Tia, Tia, Taya Leon. Oh, right. Yeah. Bad boys. Is that it? Oh, I would push my wife in front of a bus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I would stick my head under my wife's legs to eat her fucking. (laughs) And and I look up at my wife and go, how am I doing? (laughs) Ugh, I love her. (laughs) She's hot. She's hot. I, I haven't seen her recently. The last I saw her was like Dick and Jane with Jim Carrey. That I didn't see movie. that. I just watched Madam Secretary just to get some knowledge of politics. Right. That's why I get all my knowledge. Because I want to know what how the White House works. That's yes. Cool. Yeah. That's, cool. That's why I watched The West Wing. Sorry, I, I couldn't come home to, uh, <laughs> to find out how the White House works yeah. and, how, and, and how the field workers are doing. Oh. <laughs> We, I mean, we are at time. If you guys want to do your plugs and do the extra, oh, thing. thank God! Mike has Let been me get out of here. To say that for eleven minutes. What's it's that? Been fun to watch. I, I've been watching him struggle to try to interject <laughs> to, to just, say we're the at an hour. Hat popping up. <laughs> have we? How long have we been doing this debacle? About an hour. Um, so we can do the plugs and then do the extra fifteen. 
Hell yeah. We'll do maybe. Voss, what do you got? You're you're the host. Age. Uh, <laughs> you can't you can say that now because it's curable. Oh, it's curable. You just go to Germany. Really? Yeah. You get it's whatever. Curable or they you, cured it. You can arrest it. I don't know. I mean, they cured it. Really? Yeah. Didn't they cure it? Germany literally cured a dude with HIV. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're watching live this Saturday, you'll be at the Atlantic City uh, Comedy Club in Atlantic City at the Claridge Hotel. Yeah. And then next week, you'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Yeah. Those two Atlantic City Comedy Club this uh, Saturday and next uh, Friday and Saturday, the Stress Factory. Uh, the end of the month, I'll be at the MGM Brad Garrett's room at the MGM. Nice. Just go to richvoss.com. I'm sorry if you had tickets for Saratoga. I will rebook it. And uh, Stress Factory, Atlantic City. And you said what, that already. I know. I'm just <laughs> you throw it in. It's subliminal. MikeCannonComedy.com for tickets. Uh, the, the 8th through the 11th, I'm doing a little run with Brendan Sagalow. We're going through Columbus, Ohio. We're going to be at the Walrus. Then the 9th, we're in McHenry at the Downtown Theater, which Rosebud did and I heard was a really oh, fun yeah, show. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Which nice. One? Uh, what? Which one? McHenry I downtown. Did it. It's fun. Oh, like yeah, it. that place is great. Hell yeah. So is that the Adam Putt? I mean, uh, you did yes. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you'll Aaron. Like it. Aaron. Aaron's a good dude. Uh, and then the 10th and 11th, I'm going to be at Zany's downtown Chicago. Uh, do it. So I try to add shows, all that shit. Tickets are actually moving. So get tickets. Mike <laughs> actually moving. What a wow. what an endorsement for myself. Yeah. But um, oh, you got to. That's what they're doing now. That's right. I'm very <laughs> confident. It's a brand new hour than my special. It's uh, it's it's really great. I'm solid. So great. come see me. Uh, and then, oh, here's the scenario on this network. Left button. Great <laughs> podcast with me, Brendan Zagalo, Mike Feeney. All that shit. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, you can go watch my special Whiskey Fists on YouTube. Uh, I am going to be at Salt Lake. I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, October 15th, 16th. I'm going to be at Cobb's, uh, San Francisco, December 12th. December 13th through like the 16th. I'm going to be all through Texas, and all of those dates are going to be on my website, rosebudbaker.com. Fucking, uh, everybody's working. We're, yeah. working. we're back. And we're then back. Uh, Bobby's dates. Uh, Bobby will be in Atlantic City, New Jersey, October 8th through the 9th, the Celebrity Theater. He will be in Huntsville, Alabama on October 14th through the 17th at Stand Up Live in Timonium, Maryland at the Magoobies Joke House, October 22nd through October 23rd at Governor's Comedy Club, Saturday, October 30th. And then Skankfest South, uh, November fifth oh, yeah. through November seventh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be. Oh, and it's also Comics from Home, November thirteenth at the. Uh, yeah, we're doing. Garden. Wait, so, when is Skankfest? In uh, November fifth through seventh. Yeah, we're doing that. Go to robertkellylive.com before dates. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I'll be there. And of course, comics wearables. Go get your shirts. We have shirts of uh, for YKWD, Captain Kelly, uh, a lot of the face shirts, Sister Ping, and uh, they'll be on screen when this is live. <laughs> this is out. So. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Dude? Stick around. It's not over yet. This episode of YKWD is continuing now exclusively on Patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. Now open Wicked. This is why I love it. Ready? Wicked Good Wholesale Furniture. Come in and get wicked good deals on all your name brand furniture at 70% off regular retail prices. 70% percent off furniture for all your rooms now don't be wicked pizza and get your smart ass <laughs> don't i love it i love yeah. these fucking guys don't be a fucking wicked pizza get your smart asses over here just mm-hmm. over the pits 
Pitts, uh, the Phil's Phillipsburg Bridge. It's right here, 316 Town Center Boulevard, Easton, PA. Also, check out the website, wickedgoodfurniture.com, or just call them, 610-438-4829. I'm going to say that again, 610-438-4829. All right, you mentioned the podcast, you get free delivery and setup. That's Bonnie, hold on. Hello? <laughs> Oh my God, that was wait, a totally harrowing experience. Well, hold on. I'm doing a podcast. I'm hosting with uh, Mike Cannon and Rosebud. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Oh my God. Is this what your <laughs> life has come to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I leave you alone for a couple of weeks. And you're, oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think you had a harrowing experience? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm filling in for Bobby. Uh, oh my gosh. I started to think you guys were the same person. <laughs> Why? Because you're always together. It's like you and Bobby, you and Bobby. Yeah, he's my friend. I'm sorry. Oh. He'll do 69. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> A working vacation? I'll call you from the car. I say hey. Congratulations to Rosebud on her um, special. Congrats Thanks to you, Bonnie. Congrats on, on selling um, your show. His four year old. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. He's two. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. Bye. Peace Bye. out. How'd she get my number? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best. All right. Listen, thank you. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Go see, uh, go to Mike Cannon's website, Rosebuds, richfoss.com, support comedy. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, uh, you can hear him on Kelton Kelly. He's got all his dates up. Mike, Mike, where are you working? Uh, I will be in San Antonio on the 23rd of October. It'll be at Skankfest. Cool. He'll be at Skankfest. A lot of us will be at Skankfest. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I got to go swallow. Goodbye. <laughs>